What's up, guys? Welcome to episode. We're here today um, to give you our NFL and college football predictions for this weekend. Um, yeah, we will uh, basically get right into it. Um, no real other sports news um, to, to get to um, as we kind of covered everything in our Tuesday episode. Um, and yeah, we can get right into our predictions, but first a quick word from our sponsor. Garden Greens is the best lawn care service around. Everybody who listens to this podcast knows this. Garden Greens, helping your garden stay clean. Uh, yeah, I mean, we are here today to give our, what will become a weekly, uh, episode, uh, our NFL and college predictions. Now, you know what the NFL predictions are, considering we've already done one on Saturday, but just to basically introduce the college, uh, what it's going to be, or, or at least what it's going to be for the time being, is uh, so any game where there are two ranked teams, which is only one, and then we're going to pick one game of uh, uh, one game or that does not have any ranked teams, and um, uh, and then pick that. Uh, so yeah. We are also uh, just going to do, like we've been doing, just like a slight NBA like review. I mean, uh, why not? It won't be too long. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, so let's get into it. Uh, do you want to start? We can talk um, about this Heat-Celtics series that's been going on. Yeah, so, I mean, the Celtics are down um, 2-0. They blew a 17-point lead last night. Um, supposedly, there's quite a bit of tension um, in the Celtics locker room. Um, obviously the first, the first game, um, the first game uh, went to overtime and Bam Adebayo kind of saved the game blocking Jason Tatum's dunk. Um, but yeah, it's, it's certainly been an interesting two games uh, for sure. Uh, yeah. So I, I would say with this whole Celtics potential locker room drama, uh, this is basically the first we've heard from trouble in the locker room this season out of the Celtics. Uh, obviously, there was so much drama last year, but I mean, most of the guys who led that, uh, Kyrie Irving, Marcus Morris, uh, I think were the two main guys, uh, uh, obviously went uh, their, their separate ways. So um, it, there wasn't much tension this season, but uh, in a major, major choke, one that, that, I mean, it mean, doesn't mean that it doesn't. This doesn't mean that it's over, but a, a loss or a, a blown lead that potentially could cost in the series in the long run. So uh, obviously, that is not something uh, that that you want if you're the Celtics. So uh, rumor has it that things were were thrown and uh, late at night, like probably like in the middle of the night, uh, there was like a team meeting. I guess it probably ran by coaches uh, to basically review what what just went on. Uh, I don't have much to say about the series. It's been uh, two, two close games. Uh, the Heat have gotten the better, the upper hand in both of them. Uh, and now we can, we can just move on. Uh, we'll preview the Lakers Nuggets series that starts tonight in just about an hour. Um, it's nine o'clock Eastern or it's eight o'clock Eastern time. The game starts at nine. Uh, this Nuggets Lakers series, I think it could be interesting. I think the Nuggets could do what um, they they've done in the last two series and make a comeback and make it look close. I think it's possible with with all the current momentum from now coming back from 
two, three to one uh, leads. And the fact, like, I, I assume when they came back against the Jazz, like, it was just okay. It took them that much fight, I guess, to, to beat the Jazz. They have no chance at uh, beating the Clippers. And then they had even more fight and upset the Clippers. And then um, this Lakers series, I kind of feel the same way I went. Uh, into the Clippers series feeling life. So, I mean, you know how that worked out. But, but I really do think the Lakers will finally, uh, or a team will finally get the best of the Nuggets. And I think the Lakers will win the series in like five or six. Yeah, um, I, I would agree with that. Um, basically, everything you said there, I think the Nuggets are riding high on momentum, but the Lakers have been the better team all year. And I think they will come out on top in, in five or six. Um so we can move on now to our NFL predictions. Um, we had an interesting game last night uh, between the, the Battle of Ohio between the Bengals and the Browns. Just a warning, guys. Um, we have we have very similar, at least straight up, maybe. Uh, I looked at the straight up predictions. We have very, very similar. Uh, spread, I'm not sure, and, and over under, I'm not really sure either. Uh so, so we can get started here. We'll, we'll finish it off with the college football. Uh, I mean, the NFL, there is a 15-game uh, a slate, 14 on Sunday, 15 if you count the Monday game that we'll also be doing. Uh, just to kind of highlight on that Browns-Bengals game, uh, uh, everyone on social media um, was like, oh, Baker Mayfield's back. I, Baker Mayfield is not back. He had one good game uh, for his last uh, six, 17 since his rookie season, like, like he does, or it's 18, I guess. It doesn't matter. He'd won a good game. Does that mean the Browns could be good this year? It, it could be, but um, I, I don't think this really determines whether he's back or not. A performance against a, what looks like it could be a, a very, very bad Bengals team. Yeah. Um, and I, I think same thing goes for Odell. I think people, you know, seem to think that he – you know, that he has, uh, yeah, I mean, he had a good game last night, but I think there's, um, there's a lot of people who think that that was a great game by him. And it was, he played fine, but it wasn't, it wasn't, he certainly wasn't what we saw with, um, with the Giants way back when. Uh, yeah, I mean, and then like everyone, I mean, I don't think this really, um, says anything about the team if they beat one a good team but like if baker had like a standout performance and like brought the team above the other team i don't really feel that way although the Bengals had a pretty good night offensively everyone on the browns offense was clicking uh especially in a fantasy manner but but just in general nick chubb had two touchdowns cream hunt had two i think uh odell had the one uh so i mean i, I think it was just a good offensive night it didn't really determine whether any of these players are back after disappointing seasons last year. Uh, but, yet, yeah, after that uh, short recap. We are back. We had some brief technical difficulties as we were uh, wrapping up discussing uh, Browns and Bengals on Thursday Night Football. Uh, we are just going to keep it moving here, um, and we are now going to move on here to our NFL predictions for this week. Um, we are going to start off with Giants and Bears and then move for the 1 o'clock games. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, so uh, I, I don't know. This game could be close. I, I don't necessarily see it being so close. I kind of feel like the Bears are just a better team. They, 
they they might have a better offense. They definitely have a better defense. Uh, and I think they will win that battle. Their defensive line versus our O line, which was obviously not good. Um, so uh, yeah, I think this could be. Like I said, I could be a close game. I mean, the spread is the Bears five and a half point favorites. I could very well see the Giants covering, but still losing this game. So uh, I think. I'm still going to go with the Bears here, and uh, the Bears also covering the spread, and then the over-under of 42. I think I will take the under here. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to take uh, the Giants here, actually, um, straight up um, and on the spread. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm an optimistic person. I don't usually predict uh, my favorite team to lose. Um, but I think the Giants do have a chance in this game. I think the Bears are probably a better team. They have, I think the defensive line versus the offensive line is going to be the biggest problem for the Giants as the Bears have a pretty good defensive front um, and, and a good defense in general. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think... Their, uh, terrible performance um, on Monday night. Um, then I think, then I think we could see the Giants win um, this game, but I mean, I guess if they don't win this, the the offensive defensive line battle, then um, then I don't think uh, the Giants will end up winning this game. But I, I do think that uh, the offensive line will step up, and they basically the Giants basically need their offensive line to step up. Um, so I'm going to pick the Giants this week. And then for the over-under, who do you got? Or do you got over 42 or under? Um, I think I'm going to go over 42. Um, or no, actually, I think I'm going to go under 42 on this one. I mean, just to be honest, I just couldn't see either of these teams really. Definitely not both of them getting over 20, but I guess maybe. Well, um. I don't know. The last time these teams uh, matched up, the score was like like nineteen to fourteen or something last year. Similar teams still, so I guess I'm not saying that that will be the case. I'm just pointing it out. Uh, but yeah, we can move on to the next game. Uh, this next game we're going to do is um, an interesting one. Two zero and one teams. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons at the Dallas Cowboys. Now the Cowboys are four and a, or not four and a half, four point favorites, and there is a over under of fifty three and a half. Uh, for my predictions, I think this game it could be a high scoring shootout. I feel like that's what it could be, especially when you play Atlanta's defense. But also in another sense, I feel like the Cowboys' offense might not be good enough to make a game a shootout. So I think this game will be sort of high scoring. Uh, I do not have it going over 53. But I think uh, this will be a, a, a probably a one-possession game, but maybe not like a within four. So I think I'm going to go with the Cowboys winning this game by like seven points. So that's the win straight up. They cover the spread, and they are under the 53.5. How about you, Ben? Yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and agree with everything you said there. Um, I think Dallas wins uh, this this matchup straight up and on the spread, and I think it will be relatively high scoring, um, but I, I don't think it'll hit the, the 53 and a half mark. Um, so I'm going to go with Dallas straight up on the spread and the under on 53. 
and a half. Okay. Uh, yeah. We can move on. I mean, Dallas, uh, I mean, they have the the weapons, I guess, offensively uh, to, to be good. But we saw on um, on Sunday night, and we've seen it in the past, like last year, for some reason, even though they had the talent offensively that a bunch of other teams do not have, it just it just never clicks, and they don't really become like a, a high-scoring juggernaut. So they're going to need um, their, their defense to step up to stop this high-powered Atlanta offense. So, uh, yeah, we we can move on to the next game. Uh, another 1 p.m. game. There's a bunch of 1 p.m. games. There is only um, three late-game slots. Uh, this, the Detroit Lions, the 0-1 Detroit Lions, and if it wasn't for um, a late-game choke, they probably be or they would be sitting at 1-0 right now against the 1-0 Green Bay Packers. Uh, there's an over-under of 49.5, so... I mean, I mean, judging off of last game, uh, and then playing against an even worse defense, uh, Green Bay could probably get over forty nine by themselves. But I mean, that probably won't happen. Uh, I think straight up, I definitely take the Packers. Uh, there's a six point spread. I feel like the Lions could definitely cover, but uh, I don't. I don't really see it happening. I think the Packers will probably win this game by. Covering probably around over 10 points, but not over 20. So, like, somewhere from 10 to 20, I would say. And then um, and then for the over-under 49 and a half, I think I am going to go uh, with the over here. Uh, what do you have, Ben? Yeah, so to start things off, I'm going to go um, with the over on the 49 and a half. And then I'm going to take the Packers straight up and on the spread as well. Um, this Packers team... Um, they're looking really good. This offense is looking pretty good um, against an, an okay Lions team, not great Lions team. Um, obviously, a divisional matchup. Um, and so I'm going to take the Packers straight up on the spread and the um, over on the 49.5. I mean, the Packers get challenged by division rivals, whether they're um, they're better than them or not. So I think this could be a close game, and I could very, very well see – the Packers not covering the spread, but I'll go with it just to be safe, I guess. Um, so now for the next game, I in, in my opinion, this is, I think maybe the game or, or one of the two best games, I would say, in, um, in the opening, no, probably the second best, uh, Vikings-Colts. Uh, the Colts come to this game at home, which is basically, I would say, the only reason why there's three-point favorites. I, I think these games, or these teams both had disappointing week one, so I mean, it, it's basically an even matchup. I guess they just got the, the three-point favorite spread because um, they're the home team. So the over-under is 49. Um, I, I think they'll get over this. I, I think these are two offenses that if they if they really click, can be good. I mean, we saw the Vikings. They put a, a lot of points on the board uh, on Sunday. And the Colts scored 27 points, not a, not a terrible amount. Uh, I think I'm going to go over here. I feel like the Vikings could could definitely get to 30, and then the Colts will be, like, like mid-20s. I have the Vikings uh, upsetting the Colts, or at least in a spread manner. I have the Vikings um, upsetting the Colts, winning close. Uh, but, I mean... The Colts are three-point favorites, so I'd be Vikings covering. Uh, ben, what do you have the case being for this game? Yeah, so um, I'm going to go with the Vikings um, straight up and on the spread. Um, I, I think, you know, an upset, but I think in general the, this Vikings team is better than the Colts. 
Um, as for the over under at forty nine, um, I think I'm going to take the under on that. Okay, I, I think that makes sense. I I just feel like the Vikings' offense is very good. Not very good, but good. I mean, you could sort of expect a touchdown uh, from Thielen, a touchdown from Cook, and then probably a touchdown. Otherwise, I, you don't need that much scoring. You just need uh... – What's up, guys? Um, once again, we struggle with our technical difficulties. Um, we um, are going to try once again, though. Um, I believe we got cut off as I was about to make – um, my pick on the um, Vikings Colts over under, which is set um, 49. I'm going to actually take the over here. I think this is near, there are two decent offenses here, um, and I think they can get over 49. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, as I started talking about, but I guess no one could like hear uh, the Bills Dolphins game. Um, the the Bills are five and a half point favorites. I'm I'm taking the Bills here, covering the spread and winning straight up. And then there's an over under of forty one. Uh, I, I'm taking the under. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and agree with all those picks there. I think this Buffalo team is just flat out better than Miami and um and two two decent offenses, but not not great. Um, so I think they will go under the. Mark, so I'm going to agree with your picks there. Okay. Um. So, so the next game, Jets Niners. Niners are seven point favorites. Uh, I think sevens. Oh, no. Never mind. It's going to say it's a bit premature for being on the road, and and the Niners struggled last week, but the Jets were not good until garbage time. So I, I guess not. Uh, Niners Jets. I, I still think I'm taking the Niners covering. Uh, I, I don't have many people not covering. Uh. So far, or, or not any, I guess. Uh, spread of 41, or not over under 41 and a half. I'm going to take the under here. I think the Niners probably will score around like 20, and the Jets will probably score around like 10 or less. So, And the Jets or the Niners both have kind of bad offenses. So I'm definitely going under. Uh, what about you, Ben? Yeah, so I'm going to go with the Niners uh, straight up and on the spread. The under as well with you as we continue to have Pretty similar predictions. Yeah, so we can move on to the next game, Rams-Eagles. Um, it's an interesting game. I think a lot of people are, like, writing off the Eagles in this game or something because the Rams won and the Eagles lost. I don't feel that way. That being said, I do have the Rams winning this game. Uh, the Eagles are one-point favorite, so I'm taking uh, the Rams by the spread. And then um, for the over-under of 45-and-a-half, I'm definitely taking the under here. Uh, although the Rams won, their offense did not impress me. And then the Eagles' offense looked pretty ugly most of the time in the game against the Washington football team. So I am taking uh, the the under on that one. Uh, I think yeah, I think this could go over. We see a big offensive game from the Rams. I, I don't really see, I don't really see it happening from the Eagles, but you never know. Uh, so I'm taking the Rams straight up and by the spread. Ben, what about you? Yeah, I'm going to take uh, the Rams straight up and on the spread. Um, as well. 
think I would 100% agree with what you said. A lot of people are writing off these this Eagles team uh, because, quite frankly, they choked uh, the Washington football team. Um, I think it's basically as simple as the Washington football team's defense just dominated that game. Um, I don't. I think the Rams have a solid defense, but not good enough to dominate Philly again. So I'm going to take. Uh, however, I, I'm going to take the Rams here. That being said, um, so I'm going to take the Rams straight up and on the spread, and I'm actually going to go over the 45 point mark. Okay. Um. So for the next one, uh, Broncos Steelers. For some reason, I don't know if I'm missing something. I don't think I am. Um. The Steelers are seven point favorites. I, did I miss something, or are they just the steal or the 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 odds books, this the sports, whatever it's called, think the Steelers are a lot better? I'm not sure. I'm taking the Broncos in in an upset. I would say, uh, especially considering they played kind of subpar in their first game, and the Steelers exceeded expectations. I would say. Uh, so I'm taking the Broncos in the upset here. I mean, they cover the spread, and then for an over under of um, forty. Half. Uh, I think I am going to go. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under here. Maybe barely, but I, but I think under. It'll be a close game, but I think the Broncos will cover and win straight up at the end of the day. Uh, ben, who do you have winning? Yeah, so I'm gonna take the Steelers actually straight up, but I think the the spread at seven points is way too high. Um. I don't think we're missing anything as far as this game. I think the odds makers, the sports books, just I think are high on the Steelers um, after they beat, quite frankly, not very good uh, Giants team. Um, I think the Steelers are good, but I don't think they're good enough to be seven-point favorites on the Rams. Um, so I'm going to take the Steelers straight up and uh, or the Broncos. I don't know why I said the Rams. Um, and the Broncos on um, the spread. I think maybe it's a four-point game or three-point game, something like that. Uh, but I don't think the Steelers win by um, win by seven or more. Um, as for the over/under, I think I'm going to take the over here um, in this one. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think it makes sense why the Steelers are. Uh... Big favorites because the Broncos didn't exactly impress anyone in their first game. And I mean, as determined, it looks like the Steelers might have the best defense in football, and their offense did not look too shabby either. Um, so I guess that makes sense. Uh, we can move on to the next game uh, the Buccaneers uh, against the Panthers. The Buccaneers are surprising, I'd say, eight and a half point favorites. There's an over under of 47 and a half. Um, I think. For the over under, maybe this will be my my final time. You'll see. Uh, I'm gonna take the under here. I don't. You know what? I eh, I don't know. I think I'm gonna actually go over here. Uh, because because I think this could be a high scoring game. The Panthers' offense looked good last week. The Buccaneers' offense looked good enough to score like 30. Um. I don't think I'm taking the Buccaneers by the spread because eight and a half seems a bit premature for someone or for a team that did not look exactly impressive in the first game. So I'm taking the Bucks straight up. I'm taking the over on the over under, and then I'm taking the Panthers by the spread. Uh, ben, what do you think about this game? Yeah, so I'm gonna go Bucks straight up as well, but I'm gonna actually go 
with the Bucks on the spread as well. Um, I think maybe the Bucks win this game by maybe something like nine. Maybe it's only half a point over the um, the spread. Um, and then I'm gonna take the over on the over under as well. I think this the Panthers offense didn't look terrific, but they still have McCaffrey and then the Bucks um, high as high powered as it is. Um, they do have Chris Godwin out though, but I still think they are good enough to get over on the over under. Um, so yeah, we can move on. What's up guys? Um, we are back. We continue to struggle mightily with our technical difficulties. Um, it is now, um, Saturday morning. We just kind of bagged it last night since it wasn't working. Um, but we are about halfway through our, or a little more than halfway through our prediction. So we are just going to pick up where we left off. Last night, we left off talking about uh, the Panthers and the Bucks. Now we're going to move on here to Jags and Titans. Okay, uh, yeah, so we are going to finish our NFL games, going to the college game. We only have two, but, but still, and then we'll close it out. Or that, that will be the end. We'll close it out after that. This will be like a short, I guess, part, but, but it'll be all bunched together, and, and hopefully we can make it. It's going to be hard to make like four, like, for like breaks clean but i guess we'll try our best uh so anyway we can start it off jags titans uh there is a spread of seven and a half the titans are seven and a half point favorites uh both of these teams got got pretty solid wins week one um so i, I guess this will be an, an interesting game uh but, but maybe not uh the over under is 44 uh who are you taking straight up in this game then yeah, I'm going to take the Titans here. Um, I think the Jags are a huge candidate to be the worst team in the league this year, even though they had um, a fine week one. Um, the Jag, or sorry, the Titans straight up and on the spread. Um, and as for the over-under of 44, I think I'm going to go over with that. Uh, yeah, for, for the over-under, I am going to take uh, – I'm going to take the under – I've taken under on a lot of these, um, so I, I, I don't think – I can't really see these teams scoring that much. Uh, Spread-wise, I think the Titans will cover. I, I doubt it'll be that close. I mean, it could be a close game if the Jaguars play like they did last week or Gardner Minshew plays like he did last week. I just can't see that happening again. So, uh, are, who are you taking on the spread? Uh, yeah, I'm taking Titans straight up and on the spread. Uh, yeah, so we can move on to the next game. Okay, so the next game we have here is the Washington football team who had a big upset week one against uh, Philly and the Cardinals. I'm going to take the Cardinals here, um, or I guess, sorry, you can say the spread and stuff. Oh, yeah, that wasn't even what I was going to say, but, yeah, the spread is seven. Uh, the Cardinals are seven-point favorites, and uh, it's an over-under 46. What I was going to say was that um, – I think this is interesting. Obviously, the Washington football team are, like, riding high off of their defenses. In, not incredible, but great performance against the Eagles. And the Cardinals had a good performance against the defending Super Bowl runner-up Niners. Uh, I think this could be a close game. Uh, I wouldn't be so surprised if it is a close game. Uh, and, and although I think, you know, um, I, 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 no, I, 
I think the Cardinals are going to cover. <clears throat> I know I've said <clears throat> covering for most of these games, but I just feel like the Cardinals uh, are just a better team. And, and the, the, the Washington football team's last game was just a fluke, to be honest. Uh, they played good, and I'm not going to take that away from them. But to tell me that they could repeat that multiple times this season, I don't really see it. So um, I'm taking the Cardinals covering. And then for the over-under 46-and-a-half, uh, I think I'm going to go over. I feel like the Cardinals' offense is good enough to the point where uh, the Washington football team won't even have to score that much anyway. So, so I'm taking the over. Uh, ben, what do you have? Yeah, so I'm going to take the Cardinals straight up and on the However, I'm going to go um, with the under on the 46. I think, I, I think the Cardinals' offense is very good, but I think if the – Washington football team um, defenses step steps up to the way not not they don't really need to step up the way they did uh, last week because I think that is something we won't see again during the season. But I think if their defense in front plays um, at least remotely close to the way um, that they did last week, I think they can at least somewhat shut the Cardinals down. However, I think um, the Cardinals will still be able to pull away because the Washington football team's Offense is just horrendous, so um, I'm going to go uh, Cardinals straight up and on the spread and the under on the 46. Now we can move on now to our next game, which is Chiefs and the Chargers. Um, yeah, so, so this game, I don't see the Chargers pulling off the upset, but I think the spread of 8.5, even though there's no fan, then he's playing a Chargers team that came off a, at least, Although it's a pretty brutal offensive performance, a, a very good defensive performance against the Bengals last week, I think they will play a, a somewhat close. Spread uh, is eight and a half, like I just said. I don't. I think the card. I don't think the Chiefs will cover. I. I don't see it. I think it's gonna be a close game within a touchdown of a game. I feel like the Chiefs winning straight up, and then and then for the over under of uh, forty seven and a half, I'm definitely taking the over. I just think. The Chiefs are playing in the game. It's usually going over. I mean, the Chiefs are, are most likely, unless this Chargers defense has a a very good game, at least bound to get twenty points, and, and that means if I have it, um, probably being. No, no, no. I I think the Chiefs can probably get thirty points, and then the Chargers won't have to score that much. So I think I'm taking um I'm taking the over here. What about you, Ben? Yeah, so I'm going to take the Chiefs straight up as well. But then, I I don't know. This Chiefs team looked very, very good against the Texans. I, I think I'm going to take them um, on the spread. So I think they can cover point favorite uh, margin. Um, and then for the uh, over-under, as you said, Dylan, uh, the over-under, um, when you're talking about the Chiefs, I think it basically has to be uh, the over every time. Um, so I'm going to take the over here as well. Um, we can move on now to our um, to our Sunday night game, which is the Patriots and the Seahawks. Um, yeah, in my opinion, wait, we didn't even talk about the Ravens Texans game. Oh, that's true. Uh, yeah, we yeah, so, backtrack to that. Yeah, I I kind of forgot about that. I don't know. Uh, just just missed it. Uh, so Ravens Texans, uh, there's a spread of seven and a half. Uh, over under 50, 
I, I think at the least Deshaun Watson is capable of making this game close. If not, capable of uh, leading the Texans to the win. Uh, I do not. I, I I'll pick the Ravens straight up. Just Texans struggled in Week One. The Ravens looked very very good. So I, I know they were playing against the Chiefs and the Browns. It's kind of a different um, comparison, but still. Um, and then. Uh, for the spread seven and a half, I think the Texans will, will cover. I don't, I don't see the Ravens beating a team with Deshaun Watson uh, by more than seven. So I'll go that route. And then for the over under fifty, I'm definitely taking the over. Two good offensive teams, uh, at least one. So I, I think I'm taking the over. Ben, uh, are you taking the Texans straight up? Yes. Sir. Uh no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna basically agree with everything you said there. I'm gonna take. The Ravens straight up, I think. Um, I think I'm going to take um, the Texan side of the spread. I don't think the Ravens will cover. Um, and then for the over-under, two great offenses. I think they can get over. Um, now we can move on to the Sunday night game. There we go. Um, this is a, um, a Super Bowl 49 rematch. Not that the teams are really showing any resemblance, uh, but pointing it out between... The two coaches, I guess. Uh, uh, Seahawks, obviously, uh, got a very good week one game. Patriots struggled offensively, but their defense looked locked down. Uh, and maybe they can lock down this high-powered Seahawks offense. Uh, there's an over 45, no, 44 and a half. Uh, I, don't, I don't think this is a, a crazy trade or a crazy over-under. I think the Seahawks could probably get there by themselves. Uh, no, I, I'm taking the over here. I think it'll be close. Um, uh, there's a spread of four, though, so I guess it's not that close. I think the Seahawks will cover, but it'll be within a touchdown, so maybe like a six or seven point win. Uh, so I'm taking the Seahawks straight up, obviously. Ben, uh, what do you have? Yeah, so I'm going to take the Seahawks straight up and on the four-point spread. Um, as for the over-under, I think the Seahawks um, – I think it's going to be a close game, and I think the Seahawks' offense is very good. And in order for the Patriots to keep it close, they're going to have to score quite a bit of points as well. So I'm going to take the over on the over-under, and then the Seahawks straight up and on the spread. Now for our last NFL game of the week before we move on to college football, Saints and the Raiders. So just going to point it out, when we were supposed to have fans in the stands, I had the Raiders winning this game. I thought some people from Vegas, whatever, would would come to the game, everyone would be hyped up, but but now there, there's not fans. I do not see the Raiders winning this game. Obviously, the Raiders' offense looks pretty great um, against the Panthers. Now, this is a different defense they're playing against, but uh, not a great defense. But uh, I think I'm taking uh, the Saints covering five and a half. It's not that much. I think the Raiders very well could win this game, especially if they perform like they did last Sunday. Uh, and then for the over-under of 48 and a half, I'm definitely taking the over here. I think, although this is this is a different situation, the Saints' offense is basically always good, and um, the Raiders' offense is good enough to score at least like 20 points, so I think they will get the over on the 48 and a half. Ben, what do you have? Yeah, so I'm going to take the Saints straight up and on the spread. The Saints looked uh, pretty good last week, beating um, a Bucks team that a lot of people had high expectations for. Um, I think this Saints game, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, that basically, or no, that does wrap up 
uh, our, our NFL portion of games. Now we just have two college football games to talk about. So I don't know if I said this yesterday when we were recording like the first part. Uh, we what we did we picked um, we picked one like actual game or one or we do all the games with two ranked teams in it, and then we pick one unranked game of the week. Now I know Ben's game um, was. Um, Houston and Baylor, which Baylor, uh, that game got postponed. I don't know if you saw that. Yep. So, uh, we'll, we'll both pick. Well, I, that wasn't going to be my game anyway, but we'll pick a new game, or you can pick a new game. Uh, do right. you know what that yeah, I'll pick the same one you're picking. Um, so sure. we'll start off with that. Uh, the game that we are picking, Dylan. So, so we're also going to give like a score prediction, I think, for the game of the week, which is the Miami. Uh, at Louisville game, uh, so so the game I decided to pick, I wouldn't have picked Houston and Baylor as it is. I think that's a good game, but but not any real intrigue I would say from either of those teams. So what I decided to pick, uh, UCF at Georgia Tech. Now uh, this is at three thirty on ABC. So UCF uh, coming off a or not coming off, well yeah, coming off a a disappointing but still good ten and three season. Georgia Tech. Uh, after a miserable first half, uh, especially kicking the ball, uh, came back to defeat Florida State last week. A lot of teams, or a lot of pe- a team that a lot of people had high expectations for, but this is a completely, uh, uh, not maybe not a completely, yeah, I guess a completely different situation. This is a way better UCF team, ranked number fourteen in the AP poll. Uh, the spread is seven and a half. The over under is sixty two and a half. Uh, so we can start it off with the over under. Are you taking the over or the under? Yeah, um, I think I'm going to take the over here. The over, okay. I think that's bold because Georgia Tech's offense struggled a lot. But I guess if if UCF really blows them out, I could see it happening. If like right. UCF wins by like forty or thirty, I, I think that's realistic. So I guess it makes sense. But I can't see them getting over. Um, over sixty in a in a close game. So, but but I guess that's realistic. So, does that mean you have UCF covering the spread too? UCF is going to win big today, um, and basically that's the whole reason that I have um, the the uh, over under being over because I think UCF will have a very good game today, and I think um, they will more or less blow out Georgia. So I am definitely taking. Under Georgia Tech's offense is not good, and I don't think UCF. I, I don't really think UCF will blow them out either. So uh, the spread is seven and a half. I'm having uh, Georgia Tech cover. Uh, I think it'll be a close game. I think because uh, we're doing score predictions. I guess I'll go. Um, I'll go with Georgia Tech losing uh, 20, 27 to twenty three. What do you have for the score? Yeah, so I'm gonna go with uh, uh, I'm gonna go forty two twenty four UCF win, which is pretty bold, I know, but I, I yeah, I'm gonna I think UCF is gonna blow out today. Cool. Um, yeah, so I, I think it's gonna be a close game. You think it's gonna be a blowout? Either way, tune in three thirty ABC. Uh, so for the game of the week or. Or we're going to, I think we're going to pick a game of the week each week and then just do the rest of the games where ranked teams were playing. Now, there was one other game where ranked teams were supposed to be playing, and that was uh, B- 
BYU at Army, two teams who started off hot. That would have been an interesting game, but uh, we, we that one got postponed. I'm not exactly sure why. Um, and then I probably I mean probably because of COVID, but you never know. Um, and then for the 7:30 ABC primetime uh, game called by Kirk Herbstreit, Chris Fowler, the best NFL commentators we've ever seen. Uh huh. We we see this game. Miami, led by Derek King, Derek King, I can't say his name, but star quarterback transfer from Houston, and, and Louisville, led by uh, another star-ish quarterback, uh, Mikael Cunningham. So I think this will be an interesting game. Obviously, both of these teams had good week ones, uh, with Louisville blowing out Western Kentucky and Miami blowing out UAB. Uh, what do you have? There was, uh, there's a spread of two and a half, and – the over under 65. Louisville is two and a half points different. Uh, who do you have winning this game straight up, Ben? Yeah, straight up, I'm going to pick Louisville. I think, um, you know, in a year of uncertainty and, and so, at least somewhat limited practice time, um, it's tough to have a transfer come in and have a, a big game uh, week two. Um, just, you know, it takes, it takes time to get used to different systems. Um, so I'm going to take uh, Louisville here uh, straight up and on the two-and-a-half-point spread. Yeah, so I actually think this is, like, uh, basically a time to shine for a young star. Primetime, uh, his team's in the rankings, whether they – I mean, the, both of these teams would not be in the rankings if we were including the Big Ten and the Pac-12, but, but we're not yet. So um, it's fine. I guess uh, this, this game will be interesting. I think I'm going to take Miami straight up. I, ju- I just think Miami is a more talented team. Now, we will see if they break into that potential that they never seem to do since, um, since like, the, the era of Miami football ended in, like, the 2000s, or I guess the ninth. It, it ended at the beginning of the 2000s. So, so I, I think Miami will win this game. Uh, they will move up in the rankings, and, and I guess there will be some hype surrounding Miami for the first time in a while. So that'll be interesting. Uh, so that means, you, do you have the Louis, do you have Louisville covering, or do you think it's going to be like a really close game? That, yeah, I have Louisville covering and straight up. Yeah, uh, so I have Miami. Um, obviously because uh, Louisville's favorite, and I have Miami winning straight up. And then for the over-under 65, I am going to take the over mm, yeah, I think I'm going to take the over here for the 65. Yeah, but um, you know, I just predicted a 60 um, point or, or over 60, but now I'm going to take the uh, under on 65. I think these are two good offenses, but I think it's going to be a relatively close game, and I don't think um, that either of these teams will, will score enough in a close game to to get to that 65-point mark. That's fair. Uh so I think for the score prediction now, um, okay. So for my score prediction, there's an over-under of a 65. I said over. I think it's going to be a fairly high-scoring game. I am taking uh, Miami winning. Um, I'll go Miami winning 41-34. to 34. Okay, um, I'm going to take Louisville winning, obviously, um, as I said, um, and I'm going to have Louisville winning 31 uh, to 24.
cool. Um, so you got so yeah, guys, that wraps up um our our episode just to preview some games for next week that we'll be talking about college football wise. Now, assuming they get, assuming they they stick, uh, we'll have a few ranked games, or or assuming they stay in the rankings. That is, uh, we'll see. Maybe they won't. Uh, we might do these games anyway, considering they were ranked. Uh, so we have Kentucky at Auburn. Kentucky right now is ranked twenty three. Unless they get like. I, I can't see them staying in the rankings if we're adding the Big Ten and the Pac-12 back next week, but we'll see. Uh, uh, similar with Pitt and Louisville, uh, I guess they could stay in the rank. or Louisville will stay in the rankings if they win. Um, they might not if they lose, and, and Pitt definitely won't if they lose. They might still not if they win. Um, Pitt's playing Syracuse today. Uh, and then if it sticks, Army's last game got canceled. Army probably will fall out of the rankings, especially because they're not playing this week. We have Army versus Cincinnati. Um, intriguing game there. So, yeah, guys, this, this wraps up our episode. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed. I know there were a lot of technical difficulties, but it was still a, a content-packed episode. And, and that's what we like to produce here at the Sports Show with Ben and Dylan. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed, and we will talk to you guys next time.